Hello, and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And in Virtual Legality, one of the things that we try to do as often as we can is to update you on news items or on videos that we have previously done that are worthy of update. Now, usually in the course of these kinds of things, it takes a couple of weeks or a month or longer in order for one of our videos to justify an update. In this case, however, Reddit has moved so quickly that we basically needed to update a video that we did earlier this very week because of the changes that they have made. Now, earlier this week, we did a video, which you can see here in the thumbnail, Rule 1, Reddit Gives Permission to Hate, where we talked about the events of this past Monday in which Reddit and Twitch and YouTube took a number of steps to ban and suspend accounts and channels and I believe President Trump on Twitch all at once in a coordinated effort to eliminate hate speech from their platforms. And the reason we did a video on this is because unlike Twitch and YouTube, Reddit actually changed its rules, its terms of service, the way that they read and the way that they advise people on them at the same time. And they changed them in such a way that I thought it was very problematic. I thought it was a potential problem even for enforcement against the people that were using Reddit, but also just bad legal drafting. The rule was poorly explained. It was unclear exactly what it did. And we're going to take a look at what that original rule was. But one of the things that I said in this video was that basically it wasn't going to work and that they were going to have to change it. I just didn't expect them to change it in effectively 24 hours from when they originally wrote it. I'm starting to question exactly what kind of drafting skills the people that are running Reddit and are writing these rules actually have. But to give you greater context, if you weren't familiar with the earlier video, here's the update to their content policy. You can see it's written only as of two days ago. And at the bottom here, we see edit. After digesting feedback, we made a clarifying change. And as you can tell from the thumbnail to this video that you've clicked on, I find their change to be anything but clarifying and in fact more problematic probably than the language that they originally had. But they describe it as a clarifying change to our Help Center article for promoting hate based on identity or vulnerability. Now, in fact, that Help Center article is about not promoting it, things that are bad, but hey, titles, right? And rule one was described as being changed as follows. It states that communities and users that promote hate based on identity or vulnerability will be banned. And in fact, if we go and we look at the rule, that is what it does. If you watched this video 24 or 48 hours ago, I apologize. We have to cover a little bit of the background just so that we can understand what changes were made here. But rule one says, remember the human. We already talked about that. Reddit is a place for creating community and belonging, not for attacking marginalized or vulnerable groups of people. Everyone has a right to use Reddit free of harassment, bullying, and threats of violence. Communities and users that incite violence or that promote hate based on identity or vulnerability will be banned. Really not a whole lot to object to in the way that the actual rule is written. And understand, this is what is supposed to be enforced by us, the admins, is just the text of this rule. When we start talking about this other help center page, it's very important. Reddit is putting out there how they intend to interpret their own rule. But the actual language of the rule, if this were somehow to wind up in a person versus Reddit lawsuit, and it's very difficult to imagine those kinds of circumstances because Reddit's a free service. And for the most part, these free services have the right to do whatever it is that they want to do to the people that appear upon them. 
But let's imagine a lawsuit. These would be the words that are actually in play when you are arguing in front of a judge, when you are trying to say there was a breach of the terms of service or there wasn't a breach of the terms of service. Not necessarily the help center page, although it would be informative of the question. Now, the reason we did that video earlier this week is because in the original version of their help center page on this topic, and you can see I pulled it up on the internet way back machine, the internet archives website for showing old versions of websites. This was actually captured like 30 times over the course of the last 48 hours because apparently they were tweaking things or it's just that kind of hot button topic that the internet archive wanted to capture in, in terms of this particular web page. You can see the last sentence. While the rule on hate protects such groups, referring back to the marginalized or vulnerable groups they identify in the second paragraph, it does not protect all groups or all forms of identity. That's the first concept. And I'm going to try to describe these various concepts because we will see two major changes in what they did in the new language, both of which I think are problematic. So the first concept is, even though we say everyone has a right to use Reddit free of harassment, bullying, and threats of violence, we don't mean it. We are talking only about marginalized or vulnerable groups. And while our rule protects those groups, it doesn't protect, and the best way to read this is, anybody else. We are only talking about those specific groups, despite the fact that our last sentence says that if you promote hate based on identity or vulnerability, you'll be banned. We don't mean it that way. We only mean it this way. And for example, the rule does not protect groups of people who are in the majority or who promote such attacks of hate. Now, in that previous video, I said, with respect to majority in particular, what's the denominator, right? Different racial, different sex, different gender, different orientation, minorities, majorities are going to appear in different jurisdictions, different cities, different counties, different states, different countries across the world. And by not setting a denominator, you created real problems for yourself at Reddit. I also said that what you really are trying to say here is... This only counts for what we deem to be marginalized or vulnerable. So this isn't the exact opposite. Majority minority isn't at issue. We talked in that video about the fact that women are a majority in most Western countries. And so when you say, hey, you can't say bad things about women, which is undoubtedly a place that I agree with and should be fine, you did it wrongly because you implied that it would be okay to say things against groups like women because they are otherwise in the majority in various jurisdictions. I said, Reddit couldn't possibly mean that. And so they're going to have to change it. Now, the other category here is that it doesn't apply to groups who promote such attacks of hate. We're going to talk about that as well, because now in the new iteration of this rule, it creates a kind of recursion where essentially I could see Reddit just kind of devolving into a ball of hatred based on what their own interpretation of this rule one is. So that's what it was as of 24 hours ago. That's what we made a video on. And here's what it does now. Now, you can already see that the changes here were so small that the highlighting that we did in our earlier video actually survived the changes, which is pretty rare when there's an edit to a website. But the only major change here is in this last sentence. It says, while the rule on hate protects such groups, those marginalized or vulnerable groups, it does not protect those who promote attacks of hate or who try to hide their hate in bad faith claims of discrimination. So you see in the thumbnail, you clicked on this video because I said this change makes things worse. And I think it does that in two separate ways. The first is that while problematic, the original version of this was at least somewhat honest. 
while the rule on hate protects such groups, it does not protect all groups of all forms of identity. Now, they didn't want to say what that really meant, but was implied by the rest of their sentences here, which is that this is only aimed at those groups. It doesn't protect anybody else. But note that that's a complete thought. Instead, what they have done is say, while the rule on hate protects such groups, and then kind of trail off into silence, right? Yeah, it protects such groups. We understand that. You can't incite violence or promote hate based on identity or vulnerability, but you don't say the rest of your thought. And we can see what you had as a thought before, which is that it doesn't protect anybody else. But now you just say, while it protects such groups, it does not protect those who promote attacks of hate or who try to hide their hate in bad faith claims of discrimination. And so you get into this weird situation where it's now implied that this only protects those groups and isn't outright stated because these are no longer treated as examples of what you meant. And you've combined sentences in a way that is now more ambiguous. And if you watched my previous video on this topic or you watched any other videos in virtual legality, you know ambiguity is the enemy of the user against the platform, right? I'm a corporate lawyer. I talk to platforms. I talk to software providers. I talk to people that are putting contracts together about how to do their terms of service, how to do these various things. And in every specific instance, discretion, ambiguity, power on the part of the contract writer on the part of the platform in this case is useful because essentially you can use it when you think you've got a real problem, whether it's political or business or whatever, and you don't have to use it if you otherwise want to say, hey, this person is fine. It's not a mandate. It's discretion. And so when you start saying, while the rule on hate protects such groups, it implies that it doesn't protect anyone else, but your actual rule still says everyone has a right to use it free of harassment. And that if you incite violence or promote hate based on identity or vulnerability, you will be banned. So now it's ambiguous coming and going. Now you don't even say it just protects those groups. You merely imply it. And if you want to use it against people in those groups, or if you want to use it in a way that we can't even kind of contemplate right now because it makes sense six months down the line as you see some kind of subreddit that really makes you mad, then you can use it that way because this sentence isn't helping anybody understand what this rule means. So that's the first problem is you've kind of combined two concepts, an overall interpretive rule and a set of examples, combined them in a way that makes it unclear as to what you even mean. And now you would use that to make more problems for more people. The second part of this is that your examples are now more ambiguous and discretionary themselves. It does not protect those who promote attacks of hate. That matches up over here. Those who promote such attacks of hate. Now, I want to talk about that recursion for a second because we didn't actually talk about it in the first instance in the prior video. Note what this does. While it protects marginalized or vulnerable groups, it does not protect those who promote attacks of hate. Now, again, because these sentences are combined, it starts to sound like we are talking about those marginalized or vulnerable groups. So if you've got a marginalized or vulnerable group that otherwise promotes attacks of hate on a non-marginalized or vulnerable group, is that a problem? It's unclear, right? Because we've got the second part of the sentence. But even if they do, let's say that they are otherwise protected and you aren't going to have a problem that you've got another group, you've got another subreddit that is absolutely promoting attacks of hate. And then so you use this example, you use this exception to say it doesn't protect you because you're promoting an attack of hate, which means that I can promote an attack of hate against you. Except now if I'm promoting an attack of hate, I don't have an exception for me. I don't get extra protection because now I fall into the category of people that are promoting attacks of hate. So if you want to hate hate, 
then by hating hate, you expose yourself to being hated. And now you've got a hatred of the hatred of the hate. And I could totally see Reddit getting stuck in a kind of recursion formula where it entirely devolves into a ball of hatred because everybody can continue to point to the turtle below it that exactly started the hate that they are responding to. It's turtles all the way down. If you aren't familiar with the phrase, look it up. It's one of my favorites. And so if you've got that kind of recursion, I think you've got a problem on your platform in and of itself. And then you add the second part, the problem with majority kind of concepts. You've added this concept that says we don't protect those who try to hide their hate in bad faith claims of discrimination. Now, you see three different highlighted colors there. These are the various places in which I see ambiguity and discretion, right? Who try to hide their hate is going to be a judgment call on the part of Reddit. Now, all of this, in some respect, is a judgment call. You heard me say in the previous video that I understand and agree with the ability of platforms and corporations and companies to be able to control the service they provide, and they should have some of these powers. But when you try to explain to someone what walks over the line here, what makes Reddit mad, if someone were sitting in my office and asking me to interpret this, I would have a very significant problem doing it. Who try to hide their hate? Okay, if, you tr- if these are all elements of this particular group that can have hate otherwise placed upon them, if you don't try to hide it, are you better off? If we talk about not trying to hide it versus hiding it, who is deciding who is hiding hate? You're going to look at some course of action that doesn't otherwise out- outwardly resemble hatred, and you are going to say you do hate somebody, and you are trying to hide that. What are you trying to hide it in? Bad faith claims of discrimination. Now, what the heck is a bad faith claim of discrimination? Generally speaking, under the law, you don't see this kind of phrase very often. You do sometimes see it with respect to retaliation against employees and whether or not employees can make a good faith claim versus a bad faith claim of discrimination and whether you can fire them for bad faith claims, these kinds of things. And bad faith there basically means that they're directly lying about whether discrimination occurred in a way that is absolutely bad faith. But I think when we are thinking about what this is actually doing, the fact that this proviso is replacing groups of people who are in the majority, I think this is actually doing something far more insidious. What is a bad faith claim of discrimination to Reddit, right? It's not just what is a bad faith claim of discrimination under the law. What does it mean to claim to dis- discrimination in bad faith? And I think because this is the language that was used to replace the concept of majority, what you are dragging in is the kind of sociological discussions of whether any anyone can essentially discriminate against a majority in any capacity. And Reddit, if you aren't familiar, has had that kind of discussion in various places on its subreddits, on its even main site, before about whether or not you can have that conversation. In fact, it's not a conversation that is limited solely to Reddits and subreddits. It's actually been discussed in fairly prominent places. If you look at some of these periodicals, if you look at some of these newspapers, you get these kinds of concepts. And I'm not sitting here in virtual legality telling you to believe or disbelieve any of these particular concepts. I am telling you that the language that Reddit uses is of a type that won't change what it is that they already tried to claim as of 24 hours ago. You see this vice headline and the subheading 
says it's literally impossible to be racist to a white person. Now, the premise there is that because white people, presumably limited to the United States, because there are other jurisdictions that have other kind of splits between races and sexes and whatnot, but in the United States, it's impossible because white people have controlled the structures of government. And I'm not going to get into a discussion on the sociology of that. What I'm trying to establish is that if you believe that, and if you are a Reddit administrator that kind of grocks to that particular concept, then anyone that would be claiming some kind of what might have previously been called reverse discrimination or discrimination based on your presence in a majority group would automatically and unilaterally be deemed bad faith by a Reddit administrator of that kind of conceptual thought. And because this language matches up entirely with what they tried to do, what they tried to say this rule already said I think it is the best way to read what this provision is doing. So in changing the rule and in changing it so rapidly without proper vetting, probably without going through the usual council process, whatever that might be, they have made an entire hash out of what was already a rule problematic enough to engender a virtual legality video, right? So if you are on Reddit, if you are somebody that hates hate like I do, that doesn't want to see these kinds of things, that does believe that everyone has a right to use Reddit free of harassment, bullying, and threats of violence, I am sorry to tell you that the change that they made, the change that they put forth to clarify what it is that they say their rule does, does anything but the sort. And because there are these conversation pieces that say structural inequity makes it impossible to discriminate in any functional way against any structural majority, you've got a situation where Reddit is very likely to foment hate with this rule. And not only that, to have that be a kind of recursive hate environment if this rule were to be enforced and interpreted as they themselves say they will. This has been Virtual Legality for today. If you enjoy these kinds of conversations, we are having them all the time. We recently did a video about Naughty Dog actually contacting journalists about negative reviews for their very popular, very highly selling game, The Last of Us Part Two. If you're interested in those kinds of things, please do click on that. Please like, subscribe, share, tell everybody that we are here. We love to have conversations about business and law through the prisms of pop culture, big tech, internet, video games, movies, and television. And we think we do a good job and we love having those conversations in the comments to our videos as well. So please leave a comment there. If you caught this video on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.